0: From round the corner to your street and neighbourhood, this is Pablo for, breakfast. for breakfast.
1: Now, you may have
0: seen this video going around. It's got uh, hundreds of thousands of views on TikTok, on Twitter. Jack Tui is a filmmaker and he highlighted the, the reality of buying a house from 1983 versus 2023. Uh, now, Jack joins us today, mate. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Not a problem. Now, this video has gone gangbusters. Uh, What do you think is resonating with people the most about this? Is it the shock at some of the stats that you're pointing out?
1: I think, yeah. I mean, I think it confirms a lot of what people are feeling but haven't actually maybe put the time into to to figure it out. Things that just don't feel right. And I think when you see the numbers just so plainly, um, yeah, it's pretty sobering. So. Well, yeah, what's, it's going what, crazy.
0: What, yeah, it has. And what sort of sparked this for you? Like, are, are you trying to get in the housing market or are you struggling to pay rent or, you know, the RBAs, obviously, uh, every every time, every month, the, the interest rates seem to keep going up. Phil, Philip Lowe loves pressing that little button. Uh, for you, what is it that sort of sparked, hey, I've, I've got to make a video on this?
1: I think, um, yeah, I mean, I've been having a few conversations around the issue and around um, the current housing policy and kind of i guess some arguments with some boomers on on twitter particularly <laughs> um which was what kind of the catalyst that made me start crunching the numbers um and yeah once i crunched the numbers i kind of felt like maybe a short form video uh might be the thing that could actually move the, the needle on this um but yeah i i i'd Not really sure that I'm going to be entering the housing market anytime soon based on these maths, but Mm. it's been something that I've already kind of felt for quite some time now.
0: Now, are there any sort of stats that surprised you the most when you put this video together? Like one that was really like, oh, right, that kind of explains it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the four times, um, our salaries have kind of increased four times on average since the 80s and house prices have increased 14 times, I think. That one really put it in perspective for me and how the the view of housing has changed really to be a speculative asset investment rather than just something that kind of one of those stepping stones that you take in your adult life. I think growing up, you're told you know, you, you go to school, you do well in school, you go to university, you get your good job, you, you get married, you buy your house, you get your dog, you get your kids. Um, and those kind of steps that we've always kind of seen. Um, when you see a number like that, you, you see how that's really, the housing market has really taken a a turn there. Um, and it it doesn't feel like it's part of that narrative anymore. Um, Mm. and so that's the thing that really kind of bums me out, I think.
0: And what made you pick 1983? Was there there a reason you decided to, to compare that and the 40 year difference?
1: Yeah, I wanted to go back to 40 years, um, because, well, One thing, I think, you know, there's a lot of discussion around the millennial boomer, um, (laughs) kind of the warring sides, but um, I do think that Gen X get off lightly there. But um, I I think that you can, and as in my my second video that I've just released, you can kind of see that there's a change in policy platform and economic theory that happened in the 80s. Um, And so I figured that that was kind of the best inflection point to start from. Um, Even though things have definitely kind of gotten exponentially worse in the housing market over you know in the early 2000s uh, to now um, it really started the rot started to set in I think in the 80s and the people benefiting from that from from that time just before the rot setting in I guess are the ones that we need help <laughs> fixing the market now from. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I guess it's it's relatable still, right? Uh, the '80s, it's still like topical. People kind of can remember and, and think back to that time and reminisce. Uh, but it, it's always interesting. I always think about if you if you go back further, right? When uh, you know women weren't in the workforce, uh, people used to buy a house on one income. It seems insane now when you have often two people working, a couple of jobs in one household, and they can't afford a house or even rent.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. I've had a few comments, which kind of uh, have kind of missed the point where they're saying, yeah, but now you can have two income. Mm. Um, And, you know, women are working, which is obviously great. I think there's also when you're raising a family that there's also, you know, in childcare costs and things like that, which come with having two parents working. So um, it seems to miss a mark where people say, yeah, I was, you know, I was a stay at home mom and my, you know, husband was, you know, a tradie and we bought a house when I was 22, you just got to work hard
0: Mm. and they're kind of really missing,
1: (laughs) they're missing the point that they bought a house when they were 22 on one income um which is just impossible
0: today absolutely impossible uh now i know that you're doing uh three videos in this you just mentioned uh the second one which is up now people can check that out uh the third one is going to be sort of some of the solutions i don't want you to give it away but is there anything that sort of you've been talking about with your friends in, in your network and arguing with the boomers uh what could be done what could be a sort of simple fix or is there no simple fix
1: I think it's a simple in it's simple to talk about I think the actual implementation of it is not' is not that easy but I do think that like both state and federal governments really should be putting a lot more time and effort into and money obviously into building uh, publicly owned and operated housing um, not using the private market to to operate um, sure use the private market to help build but um, I think we have to have the public, investment in the market to destabilize the growth of, of prices. Um, and there's no reason why a government can't own and operate a building, build houses at cost and sell on that cost or rent them um, at a lower cost. And that's going to fix um, a lot of the problems we're seeing with skyrocketing rents and and prices in the market because there's, there's an anchor point, um, which right now we're not tailored at all. The private market can just kind of grow forever. It seems like at this point until there's a point where no one can afford a house, which doesn't really seem that far away, honestly.
0: <laughs> uh, they're all just on weekenders uh, on Airbnb. and We can all rent it out, but no one has a permanent home. Hey, I got into a bit of an argument with someone on Twitter when I reshared the video and uh, someone was saying to me, and I, I just wanted to know what your thought on this is. So when I wrote to someone, they said, oh, give me a break. Uh, you just have to move 40 minutes from the CBD, but people don't want to move outside of the CBD or outside of work. Uh, is there a counter to that? Because that seems to be a big takeaway from people. It's like, well, you just got to move out. You got to move further and further out to the suburbs to afford something. It's,
1: it's funny because, I mean, my dream house is definitely in the bush. Um, I would love to, you know, I would love to just buy an acreage and, and you know, build a, a house with my own bare hands and um so it's this idea of moving out of the city for me is quite a romantic one but um it's also just not really the reality for a lot of people you can't expect nurses uh essential workers all to move to the to the country obviously we need some to move to the country or to rural areas but a lot of them have to serve the 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 city centers so um to say that all the young people just need to move out of the cities would (laughs) would destroy the economy of the cities and also flood the the rural markets with way more buying power um, and ruin those markets so it doesn't it's not it doesn't really solve any problems it just creates more
0: Uh, The overall key here, government, start building houses, start building affordable accommodation, service workers' accommodation. We've been beating this drum for a million years, it feels like. Hopefully someone will finally listen. They're at least watching the video and hopefully a couple of uh, politicians that snuck onto their TikToks, even though they're not allowed it on their phones anymore. Uh, If you do (laughs) want to see the video, Jack underscore Tui on Twitter uh, and on TikTok as well, check it out. It's well worth a watch. Uh, Jack, can't thank you enough. Appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having me. Cheers. The feel
0: good start to your day. This is Pablo for breakfast.